Hi, and welcome to the Enneagram 2.0 podcast. You're probably wondering why B and Udanyu aren't introducing today's episode. Well, as we speak, they're in Thailand, teaching an amazing experiential inner work retreat. And we got a peek into what they're working on right now with this incredible group. Check out this brief but rich lesson on the levels of awareness and connections between the Enneagram and Buddhism straight from Thailand. So we ask, we, are, we have this Enneagram mat now, just a way to point out to a few things, to be more illustrative. And we ask you to look at the Enneagram symbol here without thinking of Enneagram types now. There is one important part of the Enneagram that is the typology. But if we think of the typology only, we run some risks. Like risks that uh, some of you have pointed out er, during your introduction. Yes, some, some of you have pointed out to risks of stereotyping and judgment. And uh, we see that everywhere, not only here in Thailand. Um, but it's funny for us as international teachers to see that the patterns of judgment and stereotyping change in different places. For instance, in my home country, Brazil, uh, the culture is a little bit sevenish. And therefore, some of the types that are more judged are the ones that have a little bit of a pessimistic bias, like fours, sixes, sometimes ones. And this is a problem of our Savanish culture. We make it as if it was a problem of fours, sixes, and ones, but it's a problem of the Savanish Brazilian thing. And in Thailand, um, in the past, we have understood a few things. And two examples of Thai culture are, one is that Thai people are very... Uh, uh, very much mediators and conflict avoidant and correct me if I'm wrong but this explains for instance why AIDS get judged in ways that it can be harmful and it may also explain some confusion around types yeah confusion about types as in um, some people trying not to be AIDS, for instance. And in the past, we saw some people who are threes trying to avoid being threes. Specific in Thailand, because in many other places, people try to be threes, like in the US, or nowadays in China. And this is perhaps because in Buddhism, humility is very much valued and showing off is seen as something really bad. And then some choose also get judged. But anyway, let, let us introduce the Enneagram as a map. And please, when you see what we are going to show here, forget about types. And think of the Enneagram as a map for transformation regardless of type. And more explicitly, a map of process a map of the process of how transformation happens. 
And there are very important specifics of transformation per type. But right now, let's focus on the transformation in general for all of us. For instance, the circle represents losing awareness and coming back to awareness. So think of point nine as the point of where everything starts and finishes. And then going counterclockwise is losing awareness and going clockwise is getting back to awareness. So we all start in our soul journey as b being very much high in levels of awareness. And then more particularly in Buddhist traditions, there is this understanding that we have multiple lives and through them we lose awareness and produce karma. And in, in each life we, we have opportunities to purify that karma and get rid of that karma until we get back to light. So let's understand that as a fall from 9, then to 8, then to 7, while I walk counterclockwise on, on the circle. And we are falling all the way down, almost like completing a full fall in the 360 degrees. And let's call this lower level point 9, let's call it total for forgetting. Total forgetting of who we are. And the higher level nine, let's think of as union. Let's think of it as union with the absolute, with a higher level reality. And when we come into a human life, we fall down, and this fall is like a degradation in consciousness. We lose touch with a higher level of awareness that we had before we came into this So as we make the counterclockwise movement back to source, it's also a process of remembering who we really are. Counterclockwise is, is losing awareness. It's like going away from something higher into a human life. And once we get born into a human life, We've forgotten what we knew and maybe in other lifetimes or before we came into this life. Um, and so that's when we adopt a personality to help us navigate in the world. And then we come to see our personality as who we are because we've forgotten that higher unity with something bigger than us. Some spiritual traditions say all beings yearn to return to their source. So when we get motivated uh, in this human life down here, we, we try to go back clockwise to a higher level of awareness. But after the fall, when we find ourselves in this present human life, and we've forgotten who we really are, in order to get along in the world, in order to avoid feeling pain, we adopt a personality as a defense. So seeing 
ourselves as our personality in some ways is a protection against remembering how much we forgot. So seeing the Enneagram as a map of process, we can understand that we, uh, when we have, when we feel like we want to grow or we feel like there's something more to life, um, we're motivated to make this trip, the, count, the clockwise trip, back to union, back to source. But it's not always an easy trip. <laughs> Letting go of our personality is very hard. Seeing that it's something that limits us can be hard. Because the way it protects us against pain becomes something we end up wanting to hold on to. So one thing that we like to point out that the Enneagram helps us do is understand how we have defended against pain in our life through calling on the habits of our personality. And this is why sometimes in this retreat, you may have heard that somebody's piece of work may have to do with healing a trauma, which simply means going back to a particular pain and having a process where we can face it and move beyond it. Because sometimes the more we've avoided painful aspects of our lives, which we all do just as a function of being human and not wanting to feel pain, the more we get stuck at a lower level of awareness because we become attached to the personality that helps us avoid our pain. But once you really start to grow, as we heard in many of your introductions, what we often experience is an inner conflict between the personality in ourselves that wants to stick to what's familiar and safe that helps us avoid pain, but also help, makes us avoid higher awareness. And that part of us that also yearns for higher consciousness, that yearns for liberation from um, unconscious habits and is called to move toward uh, a state of greater awareness. Right, so, yeah, thank you, B. And so here we are, having fallen down to, to a lower level type point nine. I still don't understand if we start with nine, which is union, and we go counterclockwise, it would need losing awareness. It's like nine, it's like nine is stable and strong, and when we go counterclockwise, it means we are losing awareness, and then it increases at one. Is that what you mean? Okay, so that's what we mean, yes. Yeah, more than that. Yes, this is what we mean, but we are not talking about type, we are talking about levels of awareness. So we all need to do this journey, and this is the journey of the Buddha. So in, 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 in one, of the, um, one of the most important um, concepts of Buddhism, which is, and please correct my, 
the name that I'll, I'm going to use because uh, I'm far from being very familiar with Buddhism and even more far from speaking the right words. But this path is called Marga, Marga, Maka, and it's, it's the path leading to to the, the finally the confinement of Tanha and Dukkha. Tanha. Tanha and Dukkha. Okay, I'll, I'll explain that more. And I'm making references to Buddhism now as an effort. Uh, okay, let, let me say something he again here that I stressed in the beginning and in my heart I feel a deep need to talk about. As soon as I, we started today, it's like I felt this message in my heart. It's very, very important that everybody in the room starts associating all the spiritual concepts with what the Enneagram work is. And because Thailand is 95% Buddhist, I want to use that language with all due respect to the ones in the room who are not Buddhists. But even the ones who are not Buddhists has have grown up in Buddhist culture somehow, at least most. So <coughs> when, when we are going back, which is the meaning of life, when we are going back to essence and light in, in what is the, the, the righteous path, the path leading to growth, the marga, we, we are caught in dukkha, which is suffering. But we don't know that. In the beginning, we have no awareness of suffering and we think that everybody is so nice. And according to the wisdom of the Buddha, uh, we first need to realize that life is suffering because of the samsara, that cycle of suffering that never ends. In Enneagram terms, we can think of we are stuck forever in that subtype, in that passion of type, in that fixation of type. And that is suffering. And <coughs> that uh, the second thing is we are stuck in that suffering because of craving, desire, which is uh, tamha, like I'm, I'm craving, I'm attached to those patterns. So uh, uh, this is when, but I can see the suffering and see that craving only when I grow a little more, when I'm going to this second point of awareness that we call level two. This is only when we can start seeing that. And, and this is the typical point of the good Enneagram student. We can't yet feel much better, but we see the problem. And we start dividing in the inside, splitting. And we start to be different and, and to be really in conflict, inner conflict, right? So we first need some teachings from religion. Like in Buddhism, the part of the Dharma that has to do with the spoken word and what is said to be a good way of living.
when we talk about Marga, when we talk about the right view, when we talk about the right resolve and intentions in Buddhism, we are first talking about seeing the problem that we have been in. But when we are not evolved yet, we, we are just taking the word and the Dharma as rules for living, rules to produce what is called civilization. But we don't yet have inner awareness of that. That is what's called religion without spirituality. Like a Buddhist who knows all the principles, like the Four Noble Truths, the Eightfold Path, and even tries to meditate, but doesn't, doesn't get into the meditative states, in those four states narrated by, by the Buddha. In other words, in the very beginning of the path, there is not much hope. We just need to follow rules, but we don't have awareness. And Enneagram work at this level is not deep. It's just about, ah, ha, ha, I am this type, ah, ha, 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 you're the other type. Okay with that, but that's, that's not what the actual Enneagram is. So when we evolve a little bit more, when coming from point one to point two, we are starting to look inside, to self-reflect, to self-observe, and to practice things that are important. And we start feeling in the inside the reality of suffering. And this point two is the point of craving, of desire. I, I believe that uh, that's what dukkha and tanha uh, mean. Good, so going on and doing the purging of that suffering, we get to a point that on the Enneagram mat is called a shock point because we are touching this inner triangle. And this shock point is when we, s we start to letting go of the Tana. I think it's called Nirodha. Nirodha? Nirodha. Okay. So we let go of that. And it's extremely difficult to let the suffering go. So what is suffering from the perspective of the Enneagram? It's personality. Personality is suffering. And the identification of personality is suffering. And what is the craving and the desire? It's the craving and the desire for the things related to my personality. And when we are on this point three, the shock point, it's about renouncing all of that in Buddhist language. Niroda, nirod is renouncing. So then marga is all the path that we are talking about, but going beyond where we are on this story. So marga is what the Enneagram is. The Enneagram as a map of transformation is the format of Marga. It's the shape of Marga. And when we get to a, a higher point, like four, and beyond, five, six, seven, when we get to those higher points... We're talking about 
points on a trajectory, not types. Yes, points in a trajectory, not types. So when we get to those higher levels of awareness, we manage increasingly to confine ego, to manage our reactivity, to manage our personality. Confinement of tanha and dukkha. But in the beginning, it's all about following rules, here on point one, point one, awareness level. But here on point four, what happens is that my heart wishes for that confinement. On the Eightfold Path, Buddhist religion talks about some things that need to be done as steps. And first, I'm going to name them, some of them. S one step is right speech. Another, another step is right conduct or right action. Another one is right livelihood. Another one is right effort to, be, to get to wholesome states. Another one is mindfulness, right mindfulness. So these are steps in the Eightfold Path, right? You know this much more than me. Is this right? Okay. Is it right? know much about that okay but these are some of the eightfold uh, the, the steps in the eightfold path and my point which i want to insist that is super important to be understood is that in the beginning we need to just follow those as rules so for instance let me meditate as a rule or let me say just nice things to be gentle but we don't feel that in the inside. We're just following rules. And when we are growing and we are on the first step, it's just rules, but we don't feel in the inside. But if we do good level Enneagram work, we will get to a point on point four level of awareness where our hearts feel the need to follow those steps. So the Enneagram is a path towards realizing that eightfold path inside us with not much need to just follow rules anymore and this is the business we are in and this is the business to become buddha eventually to eventually go on and on and on and get it get to nirvana here on point six and I'm talking about points of evolution and not type. What is the Enneagram? It's a system to bring us all the way up. It's Marga. So then we get to, what is it called again in Buddhism? Samadhi? Samadhi. Okay, good. So one last thing before we break. Um, sometimes we get very confused when we do inner work because we are changing like a type 4 starts to feel much less like a type 8 becomes very vulnerable we actually go to the very opposite of who we are and let me rephrase this we we are that thing that we are getting to but we forgot that and we got to the opposite of it 
So personality is exactly the flip side of the coin of who we really are. We are nothing of the things that we learned about the nine personalities. We are love and light. And we have become too much identified with those personalities. So please understand Enneagram type as a dynamic thing and each type having different levels of awareness within. And, and this is, I think, what the Buddha called the Noble Ones in his Four Noble Truths. So, so the Noble Truths have to do with the path to become whole, to become noble. No, uh, like a, a, a higher level human being. And that's the path, and that's what the Enneagram is. So when we get there, we are not as much caught by the passion and the fixation of type. And in later stages of meditation, we get in touch with what is called the virtue and the holy ideas of type. So we'll see during this week this process of growth. Hello, Enneagram 2.0 podcast listeners. Our team's interested in understanding more about you and your Enneagram-based needs. So we're conducting a few focus groups coming up this year. If you're up for joining one of our focus group sessions, we would love to give you access to a self-guided online course of your choice in exchange for your time. If you're interested, head to cpenneagram.com focus to learn more and for next steps. We hope to see you soon. We thank you for listening to this episode of our Enneagram 2.0 podcast. We hope you'll join us again next time where we talk about all things Enneagram.